All right. Hello, uh, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, things are well here. Jake, uh, I, I got to tell you, the Midwest, we just got, uh, I think it was like almost three inches of powder snow. Craziness here. Craziness. Dusting of snow in the Midwest. You wouldn't know anything about snow, would you, Jake? Oh, dude, this is our first really bad one this year, actually. It's, You're it's, getting it's pounded. Snow. We are, re- yeah, it's, we it's are recording right now as New York is making national news for, what do they say, four inches an hour for the next ten hours or something like that? You're going to get, like, five feet of snow or some shit? No, that's, yeah, we're, Boston we're and Maine good. are getting, Boston and Maine are getting five feet of snow. What are you guys getting? What's New York getting? I don't know, man. I'm just looking outside. There's a lot of white stuff, man. A lot of white stuff from the sky. It's piling up on the ground. Now it's everywhere. You have a basement apartment. Do you have, like, um, what are they called, where it's not little, like, sliver windows? Do you have, like, an open basement where the the windows, you can see, they're, they're really good. You know what I mean? So that the snow can pile up and cover the windows. And are you going to get that effect going on where? I Maybe a little bit, but... I, I mean, our, our windows are kind of high up. Okay. Uh, and, it, like, for down here, yeah, we're, we're down kind of low. But um, I, I don't really foresee that happening in the front, especially the back, because the back is, like, this weird kind of crawl space. And, yeah, it's, it's not really hitting there too hard because there's, like, an awning over that. Okay. So, yeah, we can still see out. But, yeah, god damn, man, there's there's a lot out there. Snowpocalypse 2017. It's a lot, and I actually, I, I rented a car last night because I, I had a gig to go drive to. And No, where was the gig? Usually uh, uh, hot, public transpo, you take the subway and other things like that. Where where's, uh, where was this one? So, yeah, I mean, if, if, no, you, if, if it's, if it's completely within the public you. transportation, we then should I just tell, take the metro. We should tell the listeners very quick. Um, Jake uh, refuses to buy a new phone, so right now what he's doing is... No, that is... one wasn't the phone, dude. That's because I went in the back. I think it's, like, I get stronger signal in the front, but I was just looking at the oh, different okay. windows. You got me thinking there. Well, still, yeah. what, what's going on is Jake is actively holding his headphone jack so that, because uh, we discovered, or he discovered, that when he lets go, there's not enough of a connection. So I thought that's just what happened right there, is we just went, went dead, but... Uh, so, yeah, if, if Jake ever goes dead, it's either because he walked to the back of the apartment or because he let go of his phone. <laughs> They're one of the two. Or, or the connection just cut out in general. Like, it's, it's snowing here. So right. That, so, but that what could, I was saying is, is a distinct possibility. I think we were saying the same thing. You usually take uh, public transpo when you got a gig. You jump on the subway or something like that. But where was, where was this gig that was, uh, you I had to rent a car for? Long Island. Um, yeah, and I, I get I get cheap uh, rentals through the rental car place, so I just I just kind of split the cost with another guy, and we drove out. But uh, good, yeah, gig? I was, I, uh, yeah, yeah, it was all right. But it was, yeah, it was just decent, I guess. But um, I, I I went and um, I like I was I was gonna re- return the car later today, but my girlfriend woke me up early this morning, and she was like. There's about a foot of snow outside already, and it's going to keep up. Like, you're not going to be able to get the car there if you don't take it back now. And so, yeah, we just we just drove, like, basically right when they opened and, and took it back and then, and then hopped on the subway because they, they normally don't shut the trains down, but it, it did happen, like, one day two years ago. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is one of those days, man. 
Well, we will have to watch the totals. I, uh, you, you had a gig last night. I just went down to the local open mic because I had some new shit I wanted to work on. I wrote a couple jokes. I'm like, ah, let's, let's hear the sound of my own voice saying them. Um, let, let's talk some comedy. We, 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 we're both comedians, and yet we're always talking about other shit than comedy. I wanted to, get you, I wanted to specifically talk to you about this because in New York, you do a lot of open mics or showcases Whereas I generally do a lot of long-form comedy shows where I'm on stage for an hour, you know, because that's, that's what I do. Um, yeah, yeah. Even There's so many comics here. Even most of the book shows you're doing, it's like 10 minutes. You'll be lucky to get 20, you know? Yeah. So I, I go down to the open mic last night, and I, and I like it. I, I don't do it often enough um, because I get to see, like, a lot of people I know that, you know, live here. Uh, but I also see, like... How often do you run into people like, there were a couple of guys that got up last night that I hadn't seen in a while, and they did the exact same jokes I saw as last time. And I understand there are two, two thoughts. First of all, you have to do the same jokes over and over and over to get them really, really tight, and, you know, you can add tags. Sure. But at the same time, you know, I, I know that writing a new joke is difficult, and not everything works, but... To, to to do the same thing for over a month solid, like you, maybe one new joke or something, like I don't know. How often does that happen in New York where you see people just beating the same – like I – okay, let's let's go back in time. Let me – I lived in L.A. Um, and when I lived there, I would leave for a month and come back and the people would were doing the same exact jokes. And this would go on like – I know one guy, I won't name him, but he did the same exact five-minute set – for a year without changing oh, yeah. it and i'm like okay I, are you do you, i i get bored with material like you have to do the same jokes right. yes, but you have to write also what what do you see there in new york yeah i mean kind of what you're saying i mean there's you know there's people that'll be doing new stuff a lot and then there's people who yeah i mean every time you see them they're pretty much doing the same thing i i every now and then i'll, I'll be on some show where there's some old guy and it, it's usually like the guy who's producing the show, like some old guy producing a show. And it'll get like two or three people to bring six of their friends or whatever. Yeah, 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 and then, yeah. You know bringer what I mean? Shows. They'll do those bringer shows. And, um, you, you know, you, you'll go on. And the other the other comics will be telling you like, oh, yeah, dude, this guy's been doing that same 10 minutes for about 15 years. <laughs> you're like, God damn, wow. that's depressing. And, you know, it'll it'll usually be like, yeah, it's, it's decent. But uh, I mean, don't you want to fuck, man? Like that was the 15 you decided to go with for over a decade. <laughs> huh? <laughs> you just you signed on that one. You, you took out the mortgage and everything. Well, it gets it gets worse, I guess, when you become a professional. Maybe I'm not sure. Like my my wife said, her bubble burst. Um, I, I won't name the comic, but she went to a comedy club and she saw a comedian, and the guy was always going into the audience, you know, like, uh, "Hey, you with the red shirt," and then he'd make a joke about a red shirt. "Hey, you with the uh, the the bow tie," and then he'd make it whatever. And she just loved it. She said it was hilarious because he was so you know improvisational that that he was always just. But then flowing. she saw him three more times. And then she the saw him stuck. Well, exactly. Working. It was yeah. one year later. She brought her friends. She she actively said, "Oh my God, I saw this guy last year. He was great." And she brought a couple friends, and it was the exact same thing. Hey, you with the red shirt and the same. Like all he did was the same comments. 
just this, it, it was, it's like bad improv, like when you go to improv and it's like, hey, everybody uh, name a place. Oh, I heard porn store. You know, like someone's always yeah, going to yell porn yeah. store. It just becomes rote and she just, she, she was disheartened. She's like, wow, there was not a word out of place. It was verbatim. Yeah. It, that being said, if, if you have like a ton of good stock line crowd work, thing, I mean, that's going to crush you on the road. Yeah, I mean, fuck, yeah. they're never gonna see you again, man. I mean, that's 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 solid. That's a you know, I mean, in defense of this hack who I don't know, <laughs> I think that's a good. Uh, I mean, you, you know, I've, I've definitely seen worse acts than what what you're describing. That's true. On the flip side, I thought this was funny. I just thought of this out of the blue. I haven't. I, I won't name the comic, but uh, uh, you remember Yale Cone, right? Our buddy Yale. Oh yeah, yeah. Yale used to hit the open mics, and I remember once he told me, kind of like what we're talking about right now, he said, oh, every week I go to the open mic, and these people are doing the exact same jokes. They're not changing a thing. And then well, yeah, one- and especially back there, because it would, there, would, there would only be one open mic a week, so you would see literally the same people <laughs> every time, right. and they would have the same set every Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, because at least with here... There's so many different open mics and there's so many people. It's like, fine, do the same set every day. I'm only going to see you a few times here and there. But, uh, yeah, there it was every week they would do the same. I, I forgot about that. God damn. Yeah, well, it's not all of them. There are a lot that are that are writing. Hey, well, but... I'm not saying all yeah, of them, yeah, yeah. but no, I'm no, just no. saying a, a good, solid third of them at least you know yeah 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 so anyway with yale what he said was you know these people are always doing the same fucking jokes and not even changing out one which which that's the part i don't get i understand if you have a solid five minutes you like but you've got to be writing new jokes to the point where you're like all right i'm gonna do this four minutes but i'm gonna do this one new minute and and, or just this one new joke whatever but anyway so one night i uh went to an open mic and yale was there and I'm not, this is the part where I'm not going to name names. There was a guy on stage, and he was just stuttering and uh, 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 trying to uh, make his way. Like, I can't remember this. Uh, 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 and it was just very, 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 very uh, incoherent. And I was in the back of the room going, well, good for him. At least he's trying new material. He doesn't have it down. He's obviously And then stammering. you recognized it. You're like, wait a minute. I could do no. this word for word. What's Yale that? walked up to me and said that. Yale walked up, and, I, and he said, oh, my God, it's this way every fucking week. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's stammering. He's like, yeah, he does that every fucking He was, like, pretending to struggle for words. That was part of the bit, was acting like, I'm just thinking of this off the top of my head, but I'm stumbling for words. And I'm like, holy shit, he fooled me. I thought it was just, like bad, you know, trying to come up with something new and forgetting. And I was giving him sympathy for that, but it was really, really good acting at a bad joke that he <laughs> told every fucking week. I'm like, all right, that's just silly. Maybe, maybe he has some kind of speech impediment, some kind of disorder. Did you ever consider that? Maybe maybe you and Yale were in the back of the club making making fun of a mentally ill person. Like his speech therapist might have might have suggested that he do that. Well, in a way, we were, but like I said, I'm not going to name names. Uh, <laughs> Fair he, didn't, he had he may have had a mental disorder, but it wasn't speech. It wasn't a speech pathology. Pathology, but I guess, uh, yeah. I the one thing I'll give everybody credit for standing on stage and like if they want to try and be a comedian and they want to do it, I will give every single person credit, whether I like their act or not. What I don't like are the people that get on stage without anything to say they just want to try doing stand-up comedy but they literally get on stage and they're like well 
I don't know what I'm going to talk about tonight. Um, I had a bad day at work. I guess that sucked. And I'm sitting in the audience going, just get the fuck off the stage. If you didn't write a joke about it, don't stand yeah. on stage and try and improv, especially if you're brand new. If you're a talented improv person, then yeah, get on stage and start talking through some shit. But if you're at an open mic because you want to give stand-up comedy a try and you have nothing to say, then you're just wasting everybody's fucking time. Well, it's, it's one thing if you have a premise that you're just sort of riffing on. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're sort of talking about something, and you may not necessarily have punchlines for it, but you're just kind of seeing where it goes. That's one thing. But yeah, the the, the thing where they just kind of stand up there and just talk about like nothing. It's 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 really weird. And I guess if if I wanted to be a nicer person than I am, I could say, well, maybe they're just trying to get comfortable with standing on stage. But at the same time, that would be me being too generous. Where I just want to say. Either fucking work on a premise or get the fuck off the stage. Yeah, it's true. So. so oh, my God. I, I, I don't know if I told you about this, but there is a guy. Oh, shit. Not, you had something right after we signed off last week. You said uh, there's something I wanted to tell you and we didn't get to it. But tell me your story now. Is this what you were going to say last week or is this? No, new? no. This just kind of came up. This, okay. This, this is from when I was still in Iowa. Uh, we're, we're, we're talking horrible comedy here. Um, there, there was a guy that, again, not naming names, used to go to the open mics here and there, um, used to produce little shows here and there. Um, but we're, we're sitting in the back of the open mic at one point and he's talking about a video he put on YouTube and he's, he's just like, yeah, I, I put this, this video up on YouTube and it keeps getting all these negative comments. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I guess the Internet will say anything. Don't uh, let it get you that'll down. happen to you. And, and then he goes, no, but there's like 3,000 of them now. They keep coming. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, wait, you're, 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 you're exaggerating, right? You mean there's like a couple pages right now? Like, nah, I mean, there's like, you know, Thousands of thumbs downs and comments, and I'm like, "What? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Slow down!" And he just said it so casually, though, and like he didn't, he just he didn't even realize he had gone viral. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, "Wait a minute! Okay, so what's the name of this video? You know what I mean?" And I'm just sort of doing detective work, and I'm, I'm just like, "Oh wow, yeah, man, that uh, yeah, it happens to the best of us sometimes." Uh, wait, wait, how do I find this video here? <laughs> and I get on there, and it's this guy. He's like a He's like this fat little middle-aged guy, and he um, he's in this trailer. He's in this trailer with his wife and his tiny little kids, and he's sitting there telling like not like really horrible jokes, like like horrible in the sense that they're not funny at all, you know. And they're just shitty little jokes that you I mean you would hear from like I I, I don't know man like kids in high school or something. And then, but, but it's, 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 the audience is just him, his wife, and then it's like little, little kids, so right? It's not, like they're it's, all it's not an open microphone. It's not him on stage. It's him. No, telling it's him and his, um, it's literally him in his living room, like telling dirty jokes to his little kids. And he's, he's like doing like crowd work and making pedophilia jokes about them. And are, are, are these stock jokes, or did he write them himself? When you say they're, I horrible? don't know. Oh. <laughs> they weren't any good. I know that, but like, I mean, they were just like crude for the sake of being crude kind of jokes. And there's, like, I go and I go below, and there's like thousands of comments going, 
DHS needs to take your kids away. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it's just comment after comment of that. And then I mean, he finally took it down. Which I don't oh, know God, why. God damn, because I was going to say, I, want, I was going to ask you like to, on the side to tell me who it was. And then I would. Uh... Yeah, no, it's, it's absolutely not there anymore. Um, I, 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 I guess comment number fucking 3087 did it. But um, that was the straw that snapped the camel's back. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. It was um, either way. No, it was it was like several hundred comments, but then like thousands of thumbs downs. <laughs> it went viral to get thumbs downs and 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 hateful comments. It was fucking hilarious, dude. Oh, see, it makes me wish I had seen it. I uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, but he, so he didn't understand that he had gone viral. He just he thought that you put it out there and people just praise or. He was just a dumb motherfucker that had never used YouTube, or I, I don't know, just started it, putting shit on YouTube. And is it Dave Johnson? No, no, but close. Because okay. <laughs> Dave Johnson <laughs> is a fat guy that uh, is in Southern Iowa. That sort of he, he's a big Trump supporter. That he he opens with stock hack material. I, he he sort of books shitty shows in Iowa, and he used me a couple times. He'd, he'd always be like, "Can you could you do the show for like twenty dollars?" I'm like, "No, I can't." Oh, oh yeah, do your- oh yeah. I've, I've been on a couple nightmare gigs because what he would do is he would fucking convince some small town hick bar owner yeah. to, to let him do a comedy show on like a Friday or Saturday night. When his bar was already going to be packed with drunk regulars right, right, who right. just wanted to fucking be drunk and talk about banging their sisters or whatever they do <laughs> in, in rural South Iowa towns. And the last thing they want to do is have some fucker with the microphone come on. And I mean, in general, it's not fun to do stand up for people who aren't expecting to hear stand up. Right. I mean, it's just it's not good. It's like. It's it's like popping porn up on the computer when you're just trying to do your taxes. Like it's the wrong fucking time. It's 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 the wrong climate for this. But that that is like the ultra extreme version of like this is not gonna go well. And I, I mean, yeah, the second you even start talking, they are actively trying to shout over you. Because I mean, dude, you can't even get mad at them, dude. Like they didn't come to your comedy show. Your right. comedy came, show came to their shitty little hick bar. And the hit at, bar wouldn't promote it. It, it wasn't like uh, they said comedy night. It was just like Dave showed up and said, "Hey, remember we got the comedy show?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, all right. Well, you can go in the corner." Yeah, yeah. It was awful. There wouldn't even be a stage. Oh my god, pure comedy hell, man. I did one that was good. Uh, I can't remember anything about it right now, other than what was funny is I did it twice, and each time he tried to like. Uh, I, I can guarantee you twenty dollars. I'm like, no, you know, I'll do it for a hundred dollars. That's right, about the cheapest. Maybe twenty five. I can do twenty five. Yeah, I, but I went and did it, and he got up. And the only reason I'm using his name is because he unfriended me on Facebook. Like, we were. I was always friendly with him. I was always nice with Fuck him. Fuck him. You unfriend us on Facebook. You get exactly. talked about on the podcast. That's the whole bitches. point. That goes never... for any of you, even the listeners. You hear, you hear me, listeners? I never did anything mean to him, and he unfriended me, so now I will use his name on the podcast. So what was funny is uh, I, uh, I I did the show the second time. It was this little restaurant somewhere like only half an hour from Iowa City, which is why I would do it like, ah, sure, what the hell, it's close. Um, and uh, uh, while he was doing it, the owner came up to me and said, hey, I really like having you here. Would you ever do this again only 
without having Dave Johnson involved? Was that the guy who was right. That? And I said, absolutely. He's like, okay, good. I don't ever want to talk to him again. And I'm like, I've never done it since. I should I, I should look up Lucas knows where it was. I should ask him what that bar was and shoot him shoot him a message and say, Hey, do you want to do a comedy show? Because it was just so funny that he didn't want to do I did a fourth of July uh thing for Dave. It was a, they were doing community fireworks in his hometown. Really, I can't think of the name of it, just this tiny small town in in southern Iowa. And he said they were going to do uh, a band and they wanted to do wanted to do a variety show before uh the 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 fireworks. And he asked, "Would I come down there and do stand-up comedy?" And I said, "No, I'm not going to go out on a, you know, trailer bed in front of you know, a bunch of farmers that just want to see fireworks and tell jokes. And he said, okay, how about this? We're going to do like a gong show thing. Will you come down and be a judge? And I said, yes, if I don't have to perform, I will be a judge. And then, you know, this guy, Bruce J agreed to be one of the contestants Except I thought we weren't name, naming names. I still like well, Jay, man. I like Jay. Nice I'm not. I'm not picking on him. Bruce decided to be one of the contestants, and uh, he got up there and he he pretended to be the unknown comic. He put a bag over his head because it was the Gong Show. He and Dave asked me if I would do that. He's like, "Well, will you put a bag on your head and pretend to be the unknown comic?" I'm like, "No, I won't. I will literally sit <laughs> and be a judge if you pay me a hundred dollars." And so the whole point of the story is everything was a disaster. But at the end of the night, Dave... <laughs> so you got, you got paid $100. I got paid $100 to do like nothing. Brand new open mic comics. No, 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 no. It was, it, was a, it was a full-on gong show. So it was like Bruce J was the comic several times. But then they had like a local oh, okay. guy sing and someone else played piano. Okay. No, and then they had someone else play piano. So at the end of the night comes and the, uh, the town elders, whoever they are want to pay me but not dave and he's like throwing the little <laughs> tantrum <laughs> saying like i, th- I thought i was getting a hundred dollars too we'll give you your cut and we'll give you dave's cut but you have to promise that exactly. none of the money goes to dave that's what it was twice as much as we were going to pay dave just to make sure that we never see him again, we never hear from him again, and that not, not a dime goes to him. I'm talking no gas money. I don't want you to buy him a beer or a sandwich. We want no money to go to Dave Johnson. And they pull, I'm hiccuping. You're making me hiccup. Because, I'm laughing, because it's so true. They pulled me aside and said that. First he told me, he's like, well, there's something going on where they don't want to pay us. And then they pulled me aside and said, no, no, we want to pay you. We don't want to pay him. <laughs> he just I've seen a lot of things in my day. Why, when I was back in Korea, I saw one of my best friends blown in half at the waist. And he was still looking up at me alive, and and I could still see his lips moving. That was the most horrible thing I'd ever seen in my life until I saw the comedy of Dave Johnson in this bar. I never want to see Dave Johnson do stand-up ever again. The horror. I, I'll, I'll see Dave Johnson doing stand-up in my dreams for the rest of my life. Oh, God, please make the set stop. Make it stop. Well, what's funny is here, I just realized I said I was always friendly with him and I never did anything bad to him. But I guess I could, now as I'm telling these stories, I could be said that I did shit behind his back. But I kind of did it because I never did go back to that bar and say, hey, yeah, let's do a comedy show behind Dave's back. I just sort of at the time went, oh, yeah, that uh, sure, whatever. But uh, 
uh, but this one was just, like I said, hilarious. Um, but the thing is, I guess am we have still Facebook friends with him. I don't oh, know. Friend of me on Facebook. Yeah, I, I think I think I am still Facebook friends with him. I, uh, I, I, I wish... shouldn't. Te- well, no, if he unfriends you, he unfriends me. But there we yeah. go. Solidarity. Yeah, little goddamn solidarity. I guess we should give some background on Dave Johnson so that to let him know why people don't want to <laughs> deal with him. Is he literally is a man child that that uh, you know he's a big Trump supporter and his his jokes are all from the internet. So he gets on stage and his opening joke is I'm from. I forget, you know, like, blah 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 Iowa, where the men are men and the sheep are nervous. And it's like, well, that's fucking from... Robin Williams said that in a movie. And then every joke is literally something you have seen online. And then he tries to t- sell T-shirts that are, like, Mr. Southeast Iowa T-shirts. Like anyone I got wants- this joke from the comments <laughs> of a YouTube video with Hillary Clinton. Yes, and that's how he, he talks almost like that, but it's, it's more... It's slower and, and simpler... <laughs> But oh god, the the I felt bad for uh, Bruce. He just said he did it as a, as a goof. I and I feel bad because I don't think he got paid. I I I just I think Dave asked me to keep everything to myself. Like, don't tell anybody you're getting paid. I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> and I think I just remember I gonged Bruce the instant he opened his mouth once, just just out of fun because. Because uh, he went on stage three times, they they had Bruce go on three times as different characters, but everybody knew it was Bruce. They're like, now he's Bruce as the comedian, now he's Bruce as the unknown comic. Now, and he walked up stage, goes, "Hey, everybody, gong!" <laughs> Just, <laughs> I, I did everything Dave asked me not to do, but I, I can't remember who won. But it was someone deserving. It was a townie that played piano or sang a song or something that go. was actually nice. So you know, yeah, in, in yeah. the end, they, so it was somewhat pleasant to sit through. Therefore. It won by default because nothing else was. I think actually, I, I, the, I'm, and I'm, my memory could be playing tricks on me. I think there was someone that did play piano but told stories in between or like talked over it, and the stories were more listenable than, than Dave Johnson trying to tell his 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 hack jokes from the internet. Probably, man. And I know like most of the comics he's getting to do this weren't good because if I remember right, the only couple things I did for him was when I'd been doing stand up for like twenty minutes and. I know I wasn't any good, right? But yeah. that, that being said, <laughs> in, in my two weeks of experience, I was somehow still better than the other people we had on the show. And I could like, I, I mean, once you've been doing stand up for more than like a month or something, like you're not you're not doing this kind of shit anymore. I mean, for the most part, you're just kind of like, oh, Dave, ooh. I heard about him. <laughs> like I'm not gonna fucking, yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I won't. I won't use the the name because I want to protect the innocent. But I remember when I first got hooked up with Dave, um, a friend of mine that is a comedian said, "Hey, I, I, this guy asked me to do a show for a hundred dollars. I'm not gonna do it. It's about a half an hour from you. Look, I'm just gonna tell you flat out. This guy Dave is. He's just." He's a piece of shit, but if you have nothing better to do and you want to earn $100, just do it for hell. Why not? And so, but he, he like told me up front, he gave me like several warnings saying the gig is bad, Dave is bad, the crowd is bad, but if it's a Thursday night and you have gigs on Friday, Saturday, and it's a half an hour from your house, why not make $100? Just know going in that it is not comedy. It's It's just awful so yeah again it was i liked that the friend was looking out for me he was trying to get me paid but not building me up for anything you know uh, yeah they they were hell gigs and i i don't use that term lightly anymore i just mean that you know 
the couple times I did one, the two, three times I did one, I, I felt like I was, I was literally being punished for something I did <laughs> in a former life. life. Like I thought maybe <laughs> this is some purgatory that comics go to who weren't, weren't like evil. It was not like comedy hell, but like comedy purgatory, like not like, I drugged women in the eighties and, and felt them up, but then I definitely like closed the door and walked past Cosby and didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. And right. then I died in the nineties and now here I am in, 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 in the, uh, 2010s, uh, doing, doing some weird show in Iowa in a bar somewhere where no one expected to see me and they're all drunk as fuck. And they hate the fact that someone's talking into a microphone. I uh, I just thought of this too. My favorite, and and this is just a complete. And I don't do this to, I would say ninety nine percent of the people, because I've I've been doing comedy a long time. And as I said earlier, if you have the the courage to get on stage and try and tell jokes, and they are original jokes and they're your jokes, I will give you credit for that. Like the open micers. So what I'm about to say is not how I feel. Most of the time, it's only how I feel at the Dave Johnson gig I did that I did twice the restaurant where it went <laughs> I love well. that we started off like, oh, no, we're not going to name names or anything. And then this whole <laughs> podcast has turned into us trashing this one guy. Well, you can trash Which us I if he wants. I don't care. I have around him to really fucking despise the guy. I just did a couple of them, and I was like, yeah, I'm done with that shit, you know? But, like, yeah, I feel kind of bad about it just how long I've been trashing him. But, but continue. Well, I was going to say is, because uh, he put, what happened was he would he would do his, his like, oh, I'm probably going to do 10 minutes, which means five, because after five minutes of audience silence, he would just panic and get off the stage. And both times he would come Dude, back. I, I'll give him credit for that. I, you know, at least, at least he had the decency to fall on his own yes. sword. And not too long because I've damn sure seen hosts do the other thing, especially if they're wasted or something. Keep going and going and going. I'll win them with this next one. Then they get mad at the crowd. Yes. But that's where I was going is he would get off and he'd come back to me and he'd be like, oh, this crowd isn't very good, is it? Oh, they're they're a tough crowd. They're not very good. And then I would go up and just light the place up. (laughs) I would have that thought or I'm like, I wonder what's going through his head right now where he's like, oh, this is a tough audience. You're not really laughing. And then I get up there and they're... Really start laughing and just what? How how does he reconcile that in his head? Is it well? They were cold when I was up there. He went up to a warmed up audience, or like how does he reconcile? Did, did he ever from, mention it to you afterwards? No, like, he didn't. He he uh, never. Uh, I I. I, I would ask him now because, like I said, he unfriended me. And I did nothing. It's not like I ever <laughs> shit on him. This is the first time I've shit on him. And I got to tell you, it feels really good. It Dude, feels you are, good. you are bitter about getting unfriended. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. I feel bad for any woman who ever broke up with you, man. Oh, I just Jesus, stopped talking they to them. Been, they they no, must have just... gotten rocks through their car windows. Like, it must have been bad, dude. My God. Actually, it was very easy for them because I just pretty much cut them out of my life. They didn't want anything to do with me, so I'm like, well, they never had to talk to me again. I yeah, never had that. Do it, man. I never uh, had that stalker gene in me. I never no, had the uh, no. even even the part where it's. I mean, stalkers a more extreme version of what most people do. I mean, like stalkers are in the rare minority of people. That it's a very extreme thing. But what 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 is more common is is the the toned down like you know, unscary version of that where they just fucking leave sad ass voice messages oh, yeah, on yeah, the, yeah, on yeah. the voice, you know, all fucking drunk in the middle of the night. And, oh, I mean, I, I have friends of mine every now and then, you know, just kind of like ask me 
about, like advice for that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. She just broke up with me, man. And I, I tried texting her the other day. I just don't know what to do to get her back. And it's like, fucking, dude, you just, just ignore her, man. Like, I, you getting a hold of her now is just reconfirming any reason that she she broke up with you. You know, it's it's just it's just confirming that decision in her head. Like, I, oh yeah, I, I, I am can't better lie. than this dude. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't easy. Like right, there, there were right. times when I wanted to, but I had a really good exactly. couple friends support system where it'd be like, dude, if you need to call her at 3 a.m., call me. And I would, I would call him and I'd be like, dude, I'm fucking hurting. And th- that's how I got through it is, is there, there were, I'm not going to lie and say like, I'm cold and like, yeah, I never talked to her again. I fucking wanted to, but if I have one ounce, tiny, small sliver of of I don't know pride or self respect. Yeah, that didn't that's really go down what it was path. too, man. It's like I'm, come on, man. What what? How fucking pathetic am I? Yeah. I can't you know just get on with it and find some other chick. You know, like if if she's doing this to me, she's obviously not that great as far as me and her and a relationship goes. So why am I wasting my time even fucking thinking about this? I should be trying to block this out of my head. And actually, you know what I used to do in high school uh, when I used to do a, like a lot of fucking drugs is if I had a bad breakup, I would, um, especially if it, if it was warm enough to be outside better, um, I would I would take a lot of acid by myself and go in the woods. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there was times it would be painful. You know yeah. what I mean? It'd be very hard. Uh, it'd be a very brutal trip. But the thing is, is it would kind of like uh, it would kind of like defrag my brain. And sort of it would it would be like it would it would just kind of delete the hard drive and I got yeah, yeah, to start yeah. over. And now I'm out uh, looking for other shit to do by the time I come down off all that shit. Oh, see, I wish I did that. I just carried it with me for like several yeah. months and just hurt and hurt. But see, I never more, gave in. More high school but kids I never gave to, in. They, I need to be a public speaker. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I so. Need, I need to be a guidance counselor. Wiping I the hard drive with acid. Speeches in high school. I've never heard that. I think it's brilliant. Wiping the hard drive with acid. That I mean, that to me is genius. It is. I've never heard it in my life. And Yet yeah. every time I speak at a high school, they never ask me to come back. <laughs> Those sons of bitches. They never even tried it. The people Judgmental who, who pricks. That's all they are. Yeah. What do they know of love? They never got dumped. They never hurt. They're, they they married their high school sweethearts. That's why they don't care about you and your pain and your advice. I don't know if it's because they hate acid or because they love pain and they just want to keep it going. I, I don't know what their deal is. Maybe it's because they uh, know that we have a population problem and they figure maybe a moody teenager offing themselves will help a little bit uh, with you know the resources in the world and you're just trying to fuck that up by helping them live, goddammit. They're, they're hoping for teen suicide to take some burden off the environment and Mother Earth. And here you are saving kids through acid. Yeah, but see, the problem with, with trying to control the population through uh, suicide, teen suicide is if for every one that actually kills themselves, you got like 10 more who are kind of going down that road. But then you sit there eating a lot of Ben and Jerry's and stuff. And they're, they're using <laughs> up more resources eating that Ben and Jerry's. That's true, but they're helping the economy by buying Ben and Jerry's. Uh, yeah, they are, but I mean, like, the, the, the population control problem isn't really an economy problem. It's more like we're using up all the resources and we're filling the ocean with plastic and Ben and Jerry cartons from sad, <laughs> suicidal people. You know what I'm saying? Yes. 
Uh, well, we have uh, we've gone a long way from uh, uh, Dave Johnson. We're at thirty five minutes. So, listeners, uh, if you have anything <laughs> bad to say about Dave Johnson, leave it in, <laughs> oh leave it in the comments. <laughs> I'm gonna feel so bad if he listens to this and get a hold of me because he never really did anything to me personally. This is, you know what I mean? Like if I if I saw the guy, I'd say hi to him. I, you know, like oh, well, so would I. I, mean, I would say hi to him. I'd be like, hey, <laughs> you unfriended me. <laughs> All right, well, I would, I would listeners. absolutely be friendly to him. But he does have the worst no, they- gigs in the world. <laughs> If Timmel ever pisses you off on Facebook and you're about to hit that unfriend button, know that this is going to happen to you. We will spend an entire podcast trashing you for no reason. We will do that. <laughs> click wisely. Listeners, this is click true. Wisely. Unfollow me. Don't unfriend me. All right. Uh, share this podcast with a friend and uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Dude, if he messages me and says, I only unfollowed him and he just assumed I unfriended him, then then you're going to feel silly. Anyway, later. All right.